Hello and welcome to the Two Bros Talking Sports Podcast, episode 91. Travis, it's been a while. We have a lot to catch up on here. We do. We really do. So since we've last chatted, uh, it's probably good that we've had this a little extra break than we usually have. Um, but since, we, since we've talked last, we've had the draft come and go, the NFL draft. We've had few games of the the Celtics next round we've had Bruins look like they were gonna get swept out of the out of the first round um it seemed like for a while that they were facing the only team that they couldn't face and uh they've turned that around so no we've got some good things to talk around uh talk about all around here um I think it let's just go right at the draft because that that is just a single moment it's not continuing like for example Celtics at the time of this recording play game four, pivotal game four here um, in just a couple hours. Uh, Bruins in, in what tomorrow or a couple of days? Tomorrow night, yeah. Tomorrow, tomorrow night. So, but the draft has come and gone. So, an off season uh, as a Patriot fan that's been kind of quiet. A lot of changes, especially on um, you know coaching sides of things. Players, uh, we weren't really sure what we might see come draft day. Um, and then the draft came in, in Vegas and I did tune in for the first, uh, the first day that Thursday, the rest of it, I was just waiting for my phone to keep blowing up to tell me what was going on. Um, but let's kind of walk through it. Uh, let's go a couple things. Obviously, yes, we can focus quickly on the Patriots. Um, and then two, let's talk about a couple teams. Maybe you think, uh, really help themselves out a couple teams that, may have made some questionable moves and maybe the Patriots are in that one. Um, and then we can just kind of keep moving on from there, but let's, let's just touch on the draft. Uh, enough time has gone by that enough other outlets have uh, already gone. And if, if this is something that's important to you, uh, you've probably already seen all the draft grades and things like that. So um, let's touch on the Patriots first and then we'll, we'll move on to those other two categories. Well, I mean, you could have saw the trade down happening. I think, I think in retrospect, that they traded like the five best trades in the draft, which I, I guess there were that many trades. Um, but just on value alone, the Patriots really hit it out of the park there. Um, and on top of that, getting a third round pick next year from Carolina for another another trade back um, for them trading up to get was it Matt Corral? Yeah, Matt Corral. Um, which I again, Panthers they're they're a mess. Um, but overall value wise from like just the pure non-player attached to the pick Patriots did a good job and then they drafted players and then per usual it's who knows what happened. Um, honestly, this draft, if it's all about eye of the beholder, I think, you know, some of these guys have been in school for like six years at this point. It's, you know, it's very congested from after the top, whatever, "Quote unquote elite talent that was there." Yeah. yeah. Um, that you know, any one of pick thirty-three to pick sixty-three could be a bust, or could be you know a diamond in the rough. You know. Um, so yeah. at this point, it's really just take a fucking shot in the dark and take who you want to take. Um, you know, obviously the Patriots got slammed for taking a guard at twenty-nine. Um, when I think personally, they get slammed more for. The fact that they created that hole in the first place by, you know, not paying Ted Karras, trading Shaq Mason for a fifth round pick, and then saying, oh, now we have to draft a guard. 
don't get me wrong. I hope he's Logan Mankins 2.0 and he's just like this white, like farm boy, Tennessee dude who just like fucking mauls people. That'd be great. And it's huge for, you know, Mac Jones having that interior lineman that can protect. That being said, he did say he absolutely hates pass protection because he wants to go at people, not go backwards. So um, the whole point of having the good interior line for a pocket passing quarterback, be able to have a, you know, protection. Hey, just because he doesn't like it doesn't mean he can't do it. Well, it's also, you don't have Dante's Karnacki training these guys before. Who the fuck knows training is? Is it not Patricia? So I'm, not, I'm worried about that. Um, but, hey, if it pans out, great. You know, no one's going it, to – it's more the fact of the value, what the positional value that you took at 29 versus, you know, getting something, someone else of value there. Um, but whatever. So then, you know, they drafted five guys with the last name Jones. Um <laughs> Two, but two cornerbacks, last name Jones. You got, you know, what do you got? J, you got M, you got, well, two J's actually. Um, J Jones. Yeah, J Jones. You got three guys in the secondary, last name Jones. It's ridiculous. Jack Jones, John Jones, and what's the other guy's name? I don't remember his last name. Something Jones, H Jones. But that being said, that, that dude, I can't even think of his name, a Houston guy. Electric returner, so I do think from day one he will contribute. Tyquan Thornton, I think he's pretty much Nelson Aguilar in, in the sense of Nelson Aguilar's role, which makes me wonder if they end up moving on from Aguilar, if this guy can mirror what he did last year, which wasn't much. Um, but I think he is more than just the 428 speed. It was a little bit of an Al Davis Raiders pick where you're just taking the fastest guys on the board, um, including the running back they took, who was the fastest running back at the combine with the 437. Can't teach speed, man. Cannot teach speed. Um, who the fuck knows what happens? I mean, you got faster, which is huge. Who knows how much they pan out? Tyquan Thornton is 175 pounds. Both of the Jones cornerbacks are 5'8", five, 5'9". Five, They're tiny. Competitive. Um, but you can't teach yeah. speed, so who knows? It's hard for us to say what happens. Um, it was just a weird I, draft in general. You know, oh, yeah. For I mean, we didn't see the quarterbacks. We saw – yeah, it was just a strange draft to begin with. So I, I guess it's easy to maybe look at. I know there's that. Um, there was the uh, the clip of the Rams press conference, and they saw uh, the pick come through, and they kind of. I, I don't think they <laughs> laughed at that point, but I mean they, they were laughing because they had no draft picks. <laughs> um, Fuck so, them picks, man. Yeah, they they can do that, I guess, especially coming off of a <clears throat> Super Bowl win. But um, hey, Cole Strange is going to end up being. A reliable the this only, is my, my thing. He's going the, to become a reliable starter for many years to come, and but we probably will never hear his name. <laughs> you hope, you hope. That's the hope. Yeah. You, never, you don't know. Um the only I guess one bright side is gonna be a lot of 69 strange jerseys as a Patriots fan, so that's gonna be a popular jersey. <laughs> oh boy, I didn't think of that. Yeah. Uh good good for him. Uh but yeah, it's easy to criticize, like it's it's a needed pick protect a quarterback who is your you know top pick last year um who had a great year needs to have another or has have has to have that growing uh second year can't really have a sophomore slump and so yeah it's it's kind of a boring pick um it's sort of like one that makes sense as you said if things were different maybe in the offseason leading up to that they would have been able to maybe i because we had talked we're like hey it'd be cool to find themselves a really dangerous wide receiver threat or something about that knows? but maybe that thorn kid is i don't know it's hard to say 
To me, it just yeah, screams it draft the fastest guy on the board who people had in like the fifth round. So yeah. I think this this draft more than anything you saw, there were some that like you know Stingley went third. I don't think anyone had Stingley going three. I think it was just screw what pundits and media and what other teams say. You take who you like right. at that point because it's really hard to assess. You know, half these guys took a year off and came back. Right. You know, they're six year seniors. You just yeah. take who you like. Um, teams that you kind of liked what they did on draft day. Lions had a solid first round. Again, Hutchinson and Jameson Williams, like as much as it's the what, Lions. what did I see about Jameson Williams uh, interview? Was it like kind of, uh, well, I think they just, when they introduced him, he just looked like he did not want to be there. And I think he kind of basically said it, it's football. I'm going to play wherever you want me to play. Um, I think the larger thing, I don't know if you saw it. I thought it was hilarious. Aiden Hutchinson was getting interviewed by some, some guy from Detroit media and, Saying like you know, obviously he's from Michigan. Like you know, I'm really glad they picked me. I was really hoping they would pick me. I, I think I play my my best football in cold weather. Like I pride myself on playing in cold weather. And like Detroit plays in a dome. Like you can't tell me you don't know that the Lions play in a dome. You're not playing cold weather just because you're playing in Michigan at home. You know, it's um, really out walking. You did watch. You got. You can't tell me you don't watch like Thanksgiving football and realize they play at Ford Field in a dome every Thanksgiving like clockwork. But I will tell you, man, the Lions, as much as – I mean, they got to figure out a quarterback situation long-term because Jared Goff ain't the answer. But, like, between last year, we getting Sewell, getting Amonra St. Brown was a solid rookie. Um, Jameson Williams has a potential to be a stud. Aiden Hutchinson, that's, you know, your bookend defensive end. They're, they're building a good program there. It's just whether or not they can sustain it and see what happens. But Get a quarterback, um, yeah, their yeah. GM actually knows what the fuck he's doing this time around, it seems. I don't know about the coach, but um, the Jets on paper – crushed it from a yeah, pure, yeah. I guess, media-centric value standpoint by getting, what, Gardner, Garrett Wilson, who you could argue is the second best receiver in the draft, um, getting Jermaine Johnson, who some people, media, thought he was going to go much higher. Um, I think the media even mocked him to, like, New York at 12. They traded up and got him at, what, 25 or something? Um, <laughs> so, on paper, the Jets did well, which, again, the Jets really need to do well in the draft. Um, they've historically not done well. So, on paper, you know, you got your shutdown corner. You got a really good receiving weapon for Garrett, for Zach Wilson. You know, Zach Wilson and Garrett Wilson, that should be fun. Um, makes New England's division just a little bit harder. We'll see. Um, yeah. Those two teams really stand out to me. And, you know, the team's historically been really shitty. And they, they had good drafts. Um, now the team – now a team that you think maybe was kind of leaving you some question marks. Patriots. <laughs> uh, yeah, Patriots, of course. You never, you just never know what the fuck. Patriots are they're the worst, man. They're the worst. Oh, the Chiefs had a good draft, too. The Chiefs hit it out of the park. Um, yeah. You know, it's funny. It's it's one of those things, too, where Chiefs hit it out of the park in the sense that they got all these guys that were mocked, like where the Patriots should have maybe taken, like more, I don't even call them name brand players because they're not. It's all, who the fuck are these guys? You know what I mean? Besides the Sauce Gardeners, who, you know that name because it's Sauce Gardner, or like, right. you know, you know Aiden Hutchinson, you know Kayvon Thibodeau. Um, but it just from what the Patriots do, it's again, it comes down to either before the draft. Um, I'm trying to think of any team. I mean, again, I did not pay attention enough to this year to be like, what the fuck was that team doing? Um, there really wasn't one that stood out that, like, I mean, by and large, if you went one through 32 by any media standpoint, Patriots got like 31 or 32 out of 32. So, um, again. Who knows? I mean, it's, said, you know what's funny about the draft is you, you have these 
you have these teams that spend so much time mocking these these drafts, right? And they spend so much time throughout the college year saying, here's the big board, here's version 2.0, here's version 3.0. But then we never really go back to it because we're already on to the next year and we're already talking about that. And so it'd be really interesting to see, like, I'm sure somebody has this much free time and has gone out there and has tracked all the picks and made made some of these analysts look really, really if bad. If I'm being honest, next year, like, I'm in room for the Patriots. Let's be real. And it's hard to like, who knows what happens. They still need to play the games. You better like, be careful. There's going to be, you could argue. And I think it was in the most mock draft. You got Shroud, who could be probably number one overall pick. Bryce Young's coming out. Like that's a year that you could have like five or six quarterbacks taken. So from a Patriots standpoint, if you're in the top part of the draft, you're going to have a pretty good shot at taking a, any like positional player that you find value in. You're not going to need a quarterback. Um, trade down. I don't know who was actually going to take a quarterback next year because all these guys have them now. But so here it is on paper, on record. Uh, Travis has just said that he thinks the Patriots are going to end up in the bottom five of the league before they've even <laughs> suited up for minicamp. Um, bottom five of the AFC. Uh, yeah. So here's the thing. You know, with players, just the last comment on this, and I want to move on. Um, I think there has to be something said. It's like you know, a lot of these people are very talented and they're mixed through there. Like you said, it's eye beholder, but it's like, if you find a guy who's talented and is just culturally a fit, and I think that's a hard thing to measure at, and it's impossible to measure at the combine. And so, you know, it's, is this somebody we think that we can take? They obviously have some type of physical skill or they wouldn't be in this situation, whether you're one through seven for rounds. Um, but if you can find a guy, like you said, 4-2 speed, if there's a chance, if you think there's a chance by your interactions and maybe they, t- they took a look at some plays and they kind of gave you some feedback that's like, hey, maybe this guy gets some route running down or maybe he understands something that we couldn't see because the system they played in college was a little bit, you know, it's sort of like in the NBA when you see some college players do really well when they get into that, that space of the NBA that you couldn't have predicted beforehand you know you never know um ricky minicamp next week it is get those uh bubble helmets ready to go and a bunch of number 70s out there and (laughs) see who can make it um has there been any announcement on who's going to be hard knocks this year no i don't think i mean it has to be right i don't maybe not could be wrong i got yeah i don't know um all right, let's go basketball because that's what's closest here. I know the Bruins and the Celtics uh, are currently playing right now. Being, uh, being so that the Bruins are playing game five tomorrow of the first round. Let's talk about the Celtics games because we got this in a couple hours. And this is less a than, less than two. This is really pivotal here. I, I We haven't talked, I don't think, about the first three games. And we can kind of dive in maybe more so this past game that we saw, but to catch anyone up and then we'll go around the NBA as well. Um, Celtics. We didn't think they could play any more poor than they did uh, any poorly than they did in that first game um, all around from both sides of the basketball. It was pretty horrendous and they were still kind of in the game. Then they came out, balled out, did what they needed to do. And then last night, or uh, two nights ago, saw a really 
difficult game because it was like on one hand, very similar to what I felt the first game against Milwaukee. They just, not to Milwaukee's credit, as much as, uh, what's his name there? Uh, um, oh, shoot. What's the announcer's name? Hubie. As much Hubie. as Hubie oh wants to God. give credit to everybody all night. Everybody. Everybody. Um, now, if you're a Boston like, fan, now, if you're a Bucks fan, it's like, dude, stop saying I'm really going to give this what if I'm a, I was telling, I was telling my wife, I'm like, what if I'm a Heat fan? Then what? Yeah. I'm just watching basketball. Um, I, did I think Milwaukee played good defense in moments? Yeah. But the, no, the fact is, like, the Celtics missed wide open threes again. Mm-hmm. Like, wide open. And Tatum being somebody that I think at this point you could argue that he is a top five player. In oh, thousand percent. But he's got to show it coming in he, here. He's got to he show cannot. it tonight. Tonight and, needs and to so, be a 50 piece. So you see all of that happen. And I'm like, you know, that out of the first game, my response to that, my reaction to that was like, okay, you know, they can't play any worse. So I'm, I'm encouraged because I know that they're not going to do that again. This one was a little bit balanced out with, I guess, the negative side of it. It's like, if they're going to let Giannis be as physical and I will borderline and say reckless, he's like a running back, oh. putting his hands around the ball. And yes, give him all the credit, Hubie, about his Euro step. But I mean, there, he would have, if he took the fouls the way that it should have been called, he fouled out because he just ran over Grant Williams, I feel like, three times. I will tell and you at just, some point in his future, he's going to tear an Achilles just on a non-contact injury. With how much force he puts on that one plant foot with the Eurostep, it's going to happen. It may not happen now. And like, I've actually grown to like Giannis. I, oh, no. I, he's, he's a terrific he's a human bit, being. He's, he's a bit of a – if you're if – you're, if you know this term, he's a bit of a try-hard. We see it every year at the All-Star game, mm-hmm. right? He's, like, clearly the one out there. And I'm not uh, – and it's, I know it sounds like a bad thing because it, it sounds like I'm saying this about him because we're face, the Celtics are facing him in the playoffs. No, I've always thought this about him. It's like I, I texted you this. He feels to me he's sort of like the equivalent when James Harden was on Houston. Even when they would play the Celtics, I had a hard time watching it. Mm-hmm. Because it was their their offense was so, I mean, it was took advantage of the how they called it, and I got to respect it because James Harden just used it to his advantage. But I didn't enjoy watching it. Like I'd much as far as a big man goes, Joel Embiid is way more exciting as a basketball fan for me to watch than Giannis. Who, again, I, I'm not take I don't want to take anything away from the guy because he is unstoppable as far as the the height he is, the athleticism, the raw athleticism he has, and his ability to use the, the game to – the way that it's being called now to his advantage. At but this it is, point, it yeah, feels like point. you can literally just make a wall, give him, you know, the first eight to ten feet inside the arc or behind the arc, and just let him fucking shoot the ball. He's going to make – he's going to miss more than he makes. Well, I'm very curious to see how tonight goes repping-wise because, again, you had both – we're homers. Celtics fans were bitching. I was bitching real hard. Mm. Bucks fans are bitching. I mean, I saw that Bucks GM complain about the refs in like a super polite way about it, um, as to like try to skirt getting fined by talking negatively about the refing. But like, because of the Celtics free throw discrepancy, um, let's be honest, Giannis should have probably had about twelve fouls that game. Um, if they're really calling it true to like, even Wilbon said like, you know, I love Giannis, but like, yeah, it's, that's preposterous to say he can just go out there and just bowl people over the way he's doing. 
and then my favorite one, I think I sent you it. It was like, did, um, was Udoka was told by the refs if they don't fall down, they're not calling a charge. And then they literally brought up the clip of him bowling through Grant Williams, falling on top of him. At least twice. Twice. Grant Williams getting the call. So it's again, I don't know. I'm really curious to see. You got Tony Brothers <laughs> tonight. You don't take no shit. There was that one uh, where Grant was like standing in the paint by mind his own business. It's a fucking rock. Yeah. I, saw, I saw people get hit uh, easier in that Bruins game. <laughs> oh. um, Curious to see and how it so, goes. And so that's a little discouraging. I, hey, you still got to find a way and you still got to shoot because you had a chance to win that game. You can say all you want about that call that should have been a three-point play on Marcus Smart at the end. Um, but here's the matter of fact. like if the game – Everything else turned out the exact same. And this this is like the sports fan, like, excuse for everything. Um, if Tatum just hits one three, hits one of the shots that he missed, mm-hmm. um, we're talking we're, – we're saying if a Jaylen different story. If Jalen doesn't here. miss a free throw or Tatum doesn't miss a – it's free throw. It comes down to, like, guys who you think would hit their free throws missing free throws. Yeah. And it's a, but I mean, a... I'm – overall, I'm – I'm encouraged because I really think they're going to respond. I think they're going to play much better being in their second game at Milwaukee. Bottom line is they should win the series. And they should have confidence knowing that it's like, hey, let's go win this because then we have two out of three and we're at home. Yeah. Um, Dude, first of all, game one, we talked – game one, got punched in the mouth. Game two, you punched in the back of the mouth. Game three, kind of a shit show on both sides. No one shot the three ball well, either team, as as Hubie Brown would say, the two for three for the three ball – like, you got two balls, you know, it's like, Jesus, Hubie, use some different language. Um, but, like, you got to feel super confident. You let Giannis score 42, and you lost by two fucking points. Like, mm. or three, whatever it was, three points. Lost by, I think it was two, right? Lost by two. Two, 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 two. two. And, and again, <laughs> don't get me wrong, that was what, probably the most What a great well miss by Marcus. Miss free throw, yeah. And then, don't tell me Bobby Portis didn't slap him on the shoulders, hit him in the arm, and then, like, come on. It's ridiculous. Dude. Does Bobby always wear glasses? I feel like he changes it up. Uh, I mean, this series largely felt like he has. Someone should but, have uh, had a profit of how many goaltends yeah. Giannis can get away for it blatantly, and then also it to be a like end of game highlight for ESPN. Then what was the uh, what was the play? Was that Grant Williams too, where Giannis like tugged his arm down? Yeah. Oh yeah. And they Going didn't, and they didn't to, like, mention it once. Kill Giannis, but like you're also got There's... your. He has arm around his back and in between them and pull them down like himself on top of them. So it's like, yeah, Giannis but is- you know what? I love, I, I will tell you, Grant's becoming one of my favorite players on the oh, Celtics. Yeah. One, because of the performance he's had, but two, because he's doing some like Stevenson shit. Like, oh, yeah. He, he doesn't argue. He like, he knows his role. He knows if he gets fouled, he gets fouls. But you saw him like right away, he'll just, when they're going on, he'll be like setting his head on the back of, Giannis is back when he goes down. It's just so funny. You know he's doing it because he's pissed. Oh, it's like when he, he wasn't like Katie to shoot that three-pointer after the whistle. I know. I just hope I, – I, I think I think we will see um, Tatum respond. I think yeah. he probably took what happened last game. There's a couple plays where he looked really down on himself, and I think he got scrutinized pretty good by the media. Um, Jalen Brown, is he completely healthy, do you think? Because he's kind of – having a tough go at it. I don't know. Game two, he looked pretty fucking healthy. So, I don't know. That means these guys yeah. are just had some off-shooting nights. I mean, I would Tatum, Tatum's definitely got something going on his wrist. Obviously, which, he heard it. Which like, you just did – you didn't see any off-shooting night 
from right. both of them. That was such a reckless of, play by Giannis too, trying to like you're not gonna block that shot. You're not, oh yeah, that was a my good other thing question too. is I, I, I understand the whole like if I you're wanna, a Bucks fan listening to this, we're sorry, but if that if you saw that goaltending, I didn't even get worked up about it because I was like, Oh, that was a goaltend. And then of course they showed her a replay as a highlight. Yeah, as I was telling you, ESPN made it like an end of the game highlight. Like, dude, it's a clear and obvious goaltend. The ball is the trajectory is down. Oh, um, but dude, no, I'm talking about the you... dunk oh, that, that Tatum kind of like hurt his wrist again, where Giannis. Oh, yeah. That like I think it was Skip Bayless tweeted out like throw him out, suspend him. Like Dylan Brooks got suspended for the like, Gary Payton things. It's similar, but like you gotta you can't tell me like I get it. You want to be the man and you want to cram that as hard as you can. But like you know he's just stop. Stop and let him run right by you. Probably hit his head off the backboard. Maybe hurt himself and then just like lay it in. You know what I mean? He's going so fast. You I can't know. tell me he's not going to like stop. He's Here's like the thing: I don't out. have any issue. I have no issue with that play. I think that's a hard playoff basketball play. Of course, you don't want to see your guy getting up, holding his arm. But I, uh, I have no issue with that. It's not throw him out. Just stop and he would have just flown right into the tangent. Um, we got to talk about other teams, man, because there's some good series going around. The league I right now, that too. Dallas uh, Phoenix series last night. Yeah, I actually didn't watch the game. I saw some highlights. Chris Ball trying to fight a twelve-year-old white kid. I was about to say it was like a young dude that got was touching up on his mom. I guess was there, there was some meme where the mom, the mom was like pushing her kid out. Like, let's go, let's go. Dad's already on the phone with the lawyer. Let's go. <laughs> did uh, did they have a highlight of? I didn't what see was the happening. full highlight. It seemed like it had happened, and then the video started rolling. And he's like. Basically tell him like catch me outside, um, like I'll see you later. Like yeah, um, um, it, that's a good series though, man. Like it's I, all these series are really good right now. Um, I think Philly takes Miami too when you're speaking of that one. But yeah, do you think that's games? Th- are we going to see potentially like three game sevens? I don't know, man. There's a. I think Golden State's going to take it. I think Golden I think so, State's especially Jaw probably not being in tonight. That sucks. Oh, can we talk? How about that? I, I, I kind of agree. I think with Chuck Barkley on that one. Like, I don't think there was any ill will. Like Jordan Poole couldn't have. Like, I really think he was going for the ball. Then he like. I don't think there was anything. I don't know. When you slow it down, it looks ten times worse. Where it's like, here's the ball. He clearly tugged his knee. Like that's how he does get hurt. It's not like John Morant's the most like physically imposing dude. He's he's. Not like he's walking around like tree trunks for quads. Like he's pretty fucking lean. So like anything like that, you can easily tweak a knee like that. He's already I don't know which knee he did his uh, meniscus. Was it that one or the other one? I can't remember. That was his right knee. You know, it's it's one of those plays though. It's like the only reason we're talking about it's not it's not like uh if Dylan like let's talk about Brooks. If he went up and he blocked Peyton Jr. there and Gary Payton didn't hurt his elbow. That's still a brutal-looking play, and you oh, yeah. still deserve to be thrown out. If, like, Draymond, hey, the guy didn't get hurt, but that was still a brutal-looking play where you got to get thrown out. I don't see – like, if Jaw doesn't get hurt, I don't think anyone even talks about that. Yeah, no. Ever even looks at the replay of it. So, it's just, it just happens. Hey, you twist your ankle sometimes just walking down a sidewalk. Like, you know, shit, shit happens. Um, I think there was plays in the game that who was like diving out of bounds and then 
other guy got whacked up. Uh, you know, that looked worse than that. So I have no issue with it. But here's the deal. I just don't think you're going to beat um, Golden State on that side. No, if now that Jordan Poole's become, like, Splash Brother number three, like, it's just not happening. Do you think that they we've seen, like, a flip-flop between Suns and uh, Warriors here? Because the Suns haven't looked the same. Hard to say. I mean, I feel like you don't know until you see them against each other in the playoffs. It's a whole different animal. You know what I mean? You have time to really study and make adjustments versus playing the regular season. Um, yeah. Props to Luca is just a stud. Oh, yeah. And like, I know the, yeah. the Mavs role players have been solid. Yeah. Who was it last night? Bertans. Uh, Bertans had a big game last night. Yeah. 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 Um, they call him the Latvian yeah, Laser. What, what a nickname. I think this Philly. Miami series is awesome too. It's electric. Um, I think basketball is getting some series that it really deserves this season. Um, so really excited. Uh, anything else you want to touch on? Any other storylines? I don't think so. Curious to see where we stand come like Sunday with all these series. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, we'll, we'll have this out probably right before uh, the Celtics take game four. So if anyone's listening to it's probably after that. So um, we should have, we should have had like two, we should have made up two uh, angles at this, like Celtics win. If the Celtics lose, fast forward to this, Um, but we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, Let's go hockey. Cause we got some NHL. I've been watching a bunch of games. Um, Bruins, man. Holy smokes. I thought – so we got Allmark out in goal. We got team playing, getting smoked, right? Just doing what they did all year against Carolina. Just getting smoked, shellacked the first two games. Uh, third game even looked like they were headed towards that probably for a second. Um, turned it around. I think Swayman being in that the last couple games has been really – I thought he played great. I know he let up a couple goals, but I thought he played great this last game. Um, it looks like they've got some guys that they need to be scoring the puck, finally scoring the puck, although they, I don't think they are even close to – although they're playing the top penalty-killing team in the league, but uh, you can't have those many chances and not – we just we saw what happened in the first two games when you're not capitalizing on the chances like – had a five on three that first one. Like, how are you guys not going to score? Yeah, it's like a minute um, and a half. They didn't take a shot yet. Ridiculous. So uh, we're at game four. We are tied. T- this is a best of three. Um, going back to Carolina. So they're going to have to do. Uh, they're going to have to steal one here. Um, what? What's your thoughts so far on this series? Yeah, I'm shocked. I, I, again, I did not anticipate, especially once. So I figured as much that they would they would come back to get the home crowd energy. You know, they take game three, um, and that was that was a battle. It wasn't like they took it easily. You no, know, that, that could have gone either way. I think until the third um, game four, once McAvoy was out, like an hour before game time, like no one home, no McAvoy, you're fucked. Not a <laughs> chance. Not a chance. Um, did not see it happening the way it happened. And again, up until you know towards the end of the second period, where Brendan Moore. You know, challenge a call. Next thing you know, it's a five on three. Marshawn absolutely lasers one, like freaking pinpoint to that thing. 
Um, and then it was all a downhill or uphill battle for Carolina. So again, that could have gone either way. Brendan Worthing lost his composure. Like that's, you don't challenge that call. It's not going to get turned over. Like you just, you get your team together and say, we're still better than them. Go on the third period. You can beat the Bruins, which I do. Let's be honest. Carolina is still the better team on paper. They've shown the first few games. The Bruins have just responded with the veteran team that they have. Um, I'm curious to see if they have enough consistent scoring. Cause again, I don't think you can count on getting nine points from your perfection line games five and six or seven, you know, you need Taylor yeah, Hall yeah. to do something. You need, you need Craig Smith to not just be nothing. Um, I, here, here's what I think is going to be because we've seen matchup problems. Like even the games they're winning, they're still getting beat quite a bit of that game. Um, I think whether, whether they advance out of this series or not, it's going to come down to how well Swayman plays two games. <laughs> um, yeah. And I think he has it in him. What I saw this past game is that he made some big saves. It was one, you know, those moments where you're watching and you're just like, oh, something bad's about to happen. Yeah. Because they get caught in their zone or there's yeah, a turnover. It's always and, like, the out. and it's always five to 10 seconds before the goal actually happens. But oh, yeah. you're like, this is going to lead to something. And I had that moment a few times and Swayman came up with the save. And if he can do that some more, that's, that's going to be huge. Um, he also got some good matchups all around. I, 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 I know this past Washington would be beating Florida. I was about to go there. I, we, I, I, I was expecting Florida to just be rolling on through. Um, especially with there, there was some question of like, is Ovechkin going to be fully healthy here? Um, what are we out of the series? Is it 2-2? Uh, I think they're leading the series. I, let me look. I, I, um, yeah, Let's Capitals up 2-1. Game three. Let's be professional here. 2-1. Okay. Um, game three, okay. Uh, we've got I – mean, this is they're, – they're in the situation – Panthers are in the situation the Celtics are in. It's like you better win one here. I know that – but – Anyways, um, Avalanche, Predators kind of going. Yeah, Avalanche is just awesome. Gail McCarr is so good. So good. Um, the Penguins-Rangers has been kind of fun. I watched a couple of those games. Brian Dumoulin out, man. Lower body injury. I don't know if they have gone into any detail about that. So Talking we just man. say, yeah. He, and lose he a leg something. and it'd be lower body injury. <laughs> Truly is. It's like Marshawn wanted to keep playing when he was gushing blood after he got hit with that high stick. Bergeron, yeah, Bergeron, yeah. Uh, Bergeron, who did I say? Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, yeah, when Bergeron took that to the eye, it's like, I feel like he was like, can I see? From my eye, he looks, he's like, all right, we're good. And it was just not slowing. It was just pouring. That's not true. That's a trainer's Super Bowl. See if I can get this thing stopped in like 20 seconds. That's what I'm, I'm, I'm like, what are they going to put on that? Trainers train their whole life for this moment. What, what are you going to put duct tape or something? And hope <laughs> Super glue, like, man. You can't. Just don't you blink. Some uh, uh, flex seal. Yeah. <laughs> um, got, uh, Calgary and the, uh, the Flames. I did not see Calgary I have, lose, I losing this series. So I haven't really been focusing much on that one, but I, I'm with you. I, I, I don't know. Really Dallas felt that. like a team that just kind of snuck in just to kind of be a sacrificial lamb. Right. Calgary, who was scoring, what, like 12 goals against Edmonton at one point? Like, yeah. And then we've got all 2-2 game, uh, 2-2 series. 
Uh, I don't. I, I watched uh, the Lightning Maple Leafs for the first five minutes and saw two goals, and I'm like, this is probably all I need to see. Um, and that, so they're they're tied up at two. That I I could see either team coming out of this one. I have no. They're both great. Well, whoever uh, it is, if the Bruins win, you're gonna play one of them. So please be the Maple Leafs. Yeah, Bruins, please win first off. But then I think they have a better chance Lakers. than the Lightning. To be honest with you. Yeah, uh, Blues and Wild. I've watched a couple. That's the one series I just don't care to watch. It's just like a physical yeah. slugfest. It's just like, eh, eh. I know. And then the Oilers and the Kings, man. A lot of uh, Oilers, there. do not blow this. <laughs> Is this your chance? You have the two maybe best players in the league. Stop it. Stop it. Um, but the, did you – I was watching – I don't know. I was just laughing because uh, I was watching a quick highlight of a Kevin Love – I mean, a Kevin Hart. Uh, um, interview. I think it was on Kimmel, but Kimmel wasn't on there. It was with some yeah. other guy. But he was saying that he was supposed to perform at now the Crypto.com Center in LA. And he had to move it because the Kings were having a playoff game. <laughs> Kevin Hart's like, which, you know, looking at it, gives you, gives you all you need to know about how much faith they had them making the playoffs this year. Um, so... <laughs> Anyways, if yeah, I feel like that would be a Travis. We need to see Drysaddle and McDavid. Well, at a certain point, if that happens, like you know, like McDavid's gotta like I'm done with Edmonton. Is this not like a? It's it is slightly different for sure, but is it not like an Otani and uh, Mike Trout situation here? Hey, Otani willingly did that to himself. He he chose to go there. That was on him. Not like Trout got Uh, drafted and then he's just too fucking loyal. Very Um, true. But then again, when you get paid $300 million and put your name on a piece of paper and play baseball, I mean, fuck it, I'll sign there. It's not a bad place to live down here, too. <laughs> it's a pretty nice spot. Um, well, that's kind of the hockey landscape at the moment. So we'll be watching that, um, especially big game tomorrow. Uh, like we can touch on a couple things in baseball just because we've seen some more games play off, see some teams. Yankees have been playing really well. I thought it was hilarious. They played a doubleheader yesterday against Texas. After the first game, their manager said something about like little league home runs in the, the, the stadium. And then the next game, their guy couldn't have hit it any shorter. Uh, and, and it just went out. I'm just thinking, give it back, give it back. Uh, and he, he walked back on his statements real quick. Um, but Yankees are looking solid right now. Uh, judge on a contract year you watch, he'll play all the games, man. He'll play every game, have a career year, get mm-hmm. that money from the Yankees, and then he'll never play 50% of the games ever again. Thank you, um, I, I don't know. He's playing. Hey, go get your money, man. You I don't know stay. why you want to pay him that amount of money. He's not going to age man. well. I don't, he's like two or three years of what he is now, and it's just like, I know, off a cliff. He's not so, New York is happening right now, though. Then you got the Mets playing really well. Um, Red Sox are crushing it. They're doing really well. <laughs> yeah, no, they're not. <laughs> um, we had some cool walk-offs yesterday. Padres walking off. Uh, the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim um, walked it off. Um I don't know what else to say about baseball right now. We're still young in the year. A lot can happen. Um, 
Grand Prix this year, or in Miami, first Grand Prix race. I was watching all. Just wanted to say, I know you didn't watch a single bit of it. Nope. Uh, I, re- I enjoyed it this year. Still some more fun racing. I hope some of these bigger, like Mercedes, I hope a couple other teams can get up there. So it's not just sort of a two-pony uh, race here. Uh, but if you – Martin uh, Brundle is the, like, he's an old guy. He goes on the – you probably saw the highlights of it without even watching it. He goes on the, 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 the starting or, like, down into the pits or the starting grid where all of them are there. You know, it's like all the celebrities are walking through. All that's happening. And he, his job is he just – here's your microphone. You have 10 minutes to fill. Go interview anyone you think you – can get a chance with and it is so cringy and so awesome at the same time this poor guy uh is trying to like get in there with you know the serena uh, serena and, and venus trying to get in there with um you know dj Khaled actually came in and was like super nice about it one thing i feel like these celebrities should get like a little bit of a heads up of like yeah this is the guy that you want to avoid doing you this no 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 this is the guy who when they come up to you, when Sky Sports comes up to you, you are on national television to everybody in the world. So you better be ready. Don't look like an idiot. Don't do something that's good. But anyway, don't get mistaken for Patrick Holmes or Patrick. You know, that's what that's what it. He goes so to to his defense. Travis Kelsey was walking by him next. Although I have no, I, I doubt that he knew it was Travis Kelsey because he could have had a chance to do that. And then you you had. From behind, you're like, okay, you got sort of hair like that. And he was walking up to him like, oh, no, he's asking Patrick, and that's not Patrick. That's a, that's a Duke player, Duke, Duke basketball player. Who do you get drafted by? Paolo Bancaro. He doesn't go from anyone. Yet. Oh, yeah. He might be a top, he'll be a top three pick this year, probably. Well, anyways, I'm like, oh, no, he's going to just make it. And my heart was just like – my gut was twisting for him. <laughs> In the middle of it, he's like, yeah, you're not Patrick. I'm sorry. <laughs> um so that was, that was fun TV, but uh, F1, that was a huge event for him. Um, entertainment, movies, TV, uh, music, anything you're watching. Uh, Ozark you came out. What do you think of Ozark? I'm not finished yet. We have three left. Oh, you haven't? Okay. I've been trying to – well, Syria went to California, so we took a break for a week. So um been pacing ourselves here. What part of Cali? She went to San Francisco. Well, San Jose or San Francisco, they're up there. They're all right next to each other. Um, so Ozarks, I did finish it. I took it kind of slow. Um, I enjoyed it. I'd be interested to, to talk it over with you. I, I like sort of the last one, the last, the way that they ended it. Um, but that's just me. Others will probably have different takes. Did you happen to catch Kendrick's release? The song last night? Yeah. yeah I watched it in the bed. It was great. That was a trippy video, man. You gotta like. I feel like I need to listen to it seventeen more times for you. Well, I saw like, it. I'm like, oh, he's he's rapping about. So then I had to go back and listen. Yeah, to what and like he was you saying gotta, during when he's deep faking for like Kobe and like Nipsey Hustle part was cool too. Um, yeah, that was that, great. was that was really cool. Um, so who who was in it total? It was it was it went from OJ, OJ quickly OJ Kanye. like Juicy Smollett, Kanye, Will Smith, and then Kobe Will Smith and, Nipsey. and then Nipsey Hustle. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, perfect. Robert, Robert Williams is out. Oh, me? Yeah, left knee soreness. Shoot, that's not not going to help the. Cops, I don't think so. he's really made that much of a difference. To be honest with you. Well, Daniel Tice going to have the big game here. 
Um, so, any ideas when that album? I, I've heard Friday. kind of playing, taunting out like a double album release. Yeah, Friday, May 13th. That's oh, that's Friday. Friday. Okay, cool. Yeah. Sweet. First one in like four years, right? That's on straight. There's going to be people like it taking three months to read every single lyric to figure out the 19 different meanings behind like one three line. Three months, dude. When I saw him when he released Damn, it was yeah. at Coachella, he had yeah. released it the week before. I shit you not, I was standing there and there was at least three people rapping every word of the new album. Well, it's not, it's not so much that. It's that like, you gotta, like there's layers to like oh, one yeah. single line of meaning. Like you think it means that, but really it could mean like a whole other fucking thing. We'll have to listen to uh, Anthony Fantano, the world's busiest music nerd. You ever watch his stuff? Um, no. No? Uh, needle drop or whatever. Um, well, that's it. Any uh, anything else coming out this weekend as far as like movies or stuff shows? You're going to see Doctor Strange tomorrow, so let's see how that goes. Oh, cool! I'll be interested to hear that. Well, I think we can wrap this up, man. Let's get ready. We got we're just under what are we at an hour and twenty two minutes away from no, the game no, time. Robert so Grant Williams is starting this. That'll be exciting. All right, um, I have confidence. Um, anything you want to leave the listeners with before we head out? I get confidence in Celtics can win. I, Bruins, it's still a toss-up. I still am surprised at where they are now. So we'll see. No, no expectations. Sometimes the best way to watch. Exactly. Um, all right. This was episode 91 of the Two Bros Talking Sports podcast. Uh, until next time, thank you for listening along.